Hey guys, I'm Hilda Ashley and welcome. It's officially time to get real and cozy. A place where we keep it real and discuss God, lifestyle, and dating. So grab your tea or your glass of wine, cozy up, and let's get real. So today we're going to be talking about the power of overthinking. Is it as serious an issue for some people? Can they just stop overthinking? And if you're not an overthinker, how can you deal with someone who is an overthinker? By definition, or one of the definitions, overthinking is to think too much about something, to put too much time into thinking, or analyzing something in a way that is harmful than helpful. That could be dwelling on past events, second guessing decisions, delayed decisions because you're too busy thinking about your decisions, replaying events and past mistakes. Um, and, and personally, I, this is a personal struggle of mine. Um, I have gotten better and we're going to talk about some of the steps that I've taken, but I have years and years of experience in this field of overthinking. Now, I am not a psychologist. I am not a doctor. This is just based on my own experiences. There are many causes for overthinking. Childhood trauma, emotional trauma, uh, from past experiences. I mean, the list really does go on. But for me, I've discovered, or what I believe my reason is, past disappointments, overgeneralization, and the illusion of control. Uh, past disappointments it could be you know I had two options I made one decision and it didn't go right so the next time I'm given similar options I overthink it because of my past experiences or my past disappointments overgeneralization example would be I'm in school and obviously you have to simpler terms put your thinking cap on for school I haven't learned to differentiate the amount of thinking that maybe school requires um compared to something much smaller in day-to-day activities or day-to-day life. In the illusion of control, I'm not a control freak, but what I mean by that is I take I take current events and try to predict the outcome. So that's what I mean by the illusion of control. And the the bad thing about it is like I could <laughs> literally overthink my way into exhaustion like to the point where I would have to lay down or whatever I'm overthinking I would just leave it like not an actual example for an example if I was in a store and I couldn't decide between two shoes and I'm sitting there overthinking it I get to the point where I just walk away from both because I can't make a decision so it's a hindrance in a way for us overthinkers and a lot of people who don't overthink um you know it's just not a struggle of theirs they tend to look at it as if it weren't a serious issue or it's not that big of a deal just stop overthinking but for someone who struggles with it it's not as simple as that you know you overanalyze you replay things over and over and it can really be paralyzing and even on top of that it can trigger anxiety and for me I used to think like, I don't know why I have anxiety. It's so weird. This feeling came out of no, no, it didn't come out of nowhere. I overthought my way into this 
feeling of anxiety and for overthinking and anxiety is viewed as a you know a disorder but overthinking is not viewed as a disorder um but it can be detrimental to your health if you're overthinking your way into like migraines exhaustion and you have to lay down that's not healthy and let me address this really quickly there's a difference between expressing the way you feel expression and overthinking i have experience either me opening up to someone about me overthinking or them picking up on my overthinking whenever i express my feelings it's concluded that i'm just overthinking so make sure you understand the difference between you're overthinking and you express in how you feel and don't let anyone tell you otherwise because there is a difference and i'm the queen of examples so here's an example <laughs> if your friend walks in steps on your toe doesn't apologize addressing the issue would be hey you stepped on my toe you didn't apologize what's up that's addressing an issue you're expressing how you feel that bothered me when you did that now overthinking would be within under five or ten minutes of them stepping on your toe you're like your mind's bouncing all over the place oh we got into argument yesterday they're still mad they're trying to disrespect me so i guess we're not friends anymore la 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 and then you go into the situation to address what just happened in a manner that you probably shouldn't so it, it really has the power to alter your actions based on events that haven't occurred or facts that you don't have it's giving the power of thinking too much and it becomes overthinking i saw a quote once and i think it was on instagram uh probably not quoting it right but it said overthinkers masters of turning calm into chaos and i'm thinking oh my gosh that's kind of true to an extent because i'm not saying just because you overthink you're always wrong because you're not um but you can create some situations that uh <laughs> really um you could have avoided but back to turning calm into chaos i automatically thought about tiktok like the joke that if you're dating someone or you're in a relationship you always get good morning beautiful good morning sweetheart good morning handsome in one minute you get in one morning you get good morning that's it um, and then you go into this whole thought process of why they were so dry, why they sent me a dry text message, or they never added a period, or why are they texting and all cat like you're overthinking everything. And I've learned like I literally I cannot allow my thoughts to change my actions. Us overthinkers tend to um I say intensify a situation uh without having actual facts the actual factuals like we go sometimes to the extreme and like no one will know this is all in our head that's the crazy thing about it like we're not necessarily acting crazy or you know flipping over tables but there's chaos going on in our head sometimes that leaks out and we don't really realize it's altering our actions so back to that example versus texting a dry good morning back how about saying good morning as you normally would say good morning until you get all the facts they could just be 
woke up late, rushing to work, got at a red light, decided to text you and pulled into the job and didn't have time to like look at it. I mean, things happen. So once I identified I was in fact an overthinker and very indecisive, which my family and, and friends have joked for years about it, I decided to put in work. And it's not that I think one day I'm gonna just wake up and not be an overthinker or not, you know, have this thing with anxiety. But I do believe you have to work on it every single day. And just like anyone who has an addiction or, to sub, you know, someone struggling with substance abuse, it's one day at a time. You have to work on it every single day. It's no magic remedy no magic pill no magic saying nothing can just change it overnight you have to work on it every single day and i'm not someone that just says oh that's just who i am and boom i'm comfortable with that i have to work on it and that's what i decided to do so some of the things that i do um that is helping me has helped me Surround myself with good communicators. They don't have to be great, but they have to be good at communication or at least willing to become better at communication because they care about you. You know, when it involves you making plans, whatever it is, just be good at communicating. Because if you're surrounded by people who are poor communicators that don't care, poor decision making, it's going to be very hard to, to take the steps that you need to take to get better and prevent yourself from overthinking the overthinking frenzy and having chaos going on in your mind Two, I tell people the truth I tend to overthink certain situations but don't be careful with that because some people try to use that against you um I will tell people but I also am able to identify when someone's trying to use it against me uh three turn it off like I (laughs) my brother will joke and say call me patrick from spongebob because i literally turn it off like there is no for me there's no happy medium like oh i'm just gonna turn off thinking about this but i'm gonna continue to think about that if i have nothing to do and it's my free time i turn it off like i'm not about to be thinking how to use anything any instrument any tools any machines i'm not gonna waste my my thinking on that you show me how to do it. I'm a mimic you. I'm not going to put too much thought into it. Um, the fourth thing is give yourself time to think. Then get up and get busy. So if you have a big decision to make and you tend to overthink when you have decisions to make, set a time. Give yourself that time to think about what you need to think about. If you went through a breakup and you just need a woosah, give yourself time to think about that breakup. If you're dating and you're not sure about this, give yourself time, but also don't take all day. Get up and get busy. And it doesn't always have to be, you know, everybody's on this productive, gotta stay busy, gotta keep uh, grinding thing. Boo. Like, do something relaxing. <laughs> like, for me, I've gotten back into painting and drawing, something I was really passionate about when I was younger. And that is so peaceful. Like, I'll put on some of lo-fi lo-fi samurai and i will paint away and just get lost and i love it so find something that's peaceful you don't always have to be on grind time like 
relax. But don't relax laying down in your room with no noise because you'll start overthinking. At least I know I will. Five, I already addressed this. Don't let it change your actions without the facts. If you do not have the facts, don't change how you're you're acting. You know, sometimes I said it'll bleed out and you don't realize your thoughts are bleeding out. Like, if there was an altercation at work and you're overthinking all day when you go home, all night, all morning, how the workplace is going to be. Oh, they're probably talking about me because I left early and everybody's going to be against me and nobody's going to like me and I'm going to have to find a new job. And you walk in there with those negative thoughts that you've been thinking about all day. It's going to bleed out. And while you're thinking, oh, they're looking at me funny. They're watching me. Oh, nobody's speaking to me. You're probably giving off something that you don't realize you're giving. So don't let it change. Alter your actions without the facts. Six. And I know there's a lot of people who aren't believers. But for me, I am a believer. And one thing that is truly helping me is asking, talking to God about it. <clears throat> talking to God about my overthinking. Prayer, the word. Um, whenever anxiety starts to kick in, just talk to God. And that really has helped me. Like before I call mom, dad, whoever, my cousin, and talk to her, I talk to God first. And that really, really helps me. I listened to a sermon, Jerry Flowers. And one thing that I took away from it is so simple. God got me. And honestly, that has got me through a lot. If I'm at work and something goes left or whatever the situation may be, schedule is packed all day and I'm exhausted or whatever. My neck hurts, my back, whatever it is. I have a migraine. I'm ready to go home. My schedule's booked back to back. I'm just like, God got me. Um, and sometimes I think I, I'm always been the type of person to leap first and then overthink later. And people have admired me for my ability to dive, you know, just jump in. If I have an idea, if I have a goal, if I want to do something, I dive in and then I'm like, oh, I don't know if I should have done that started second guessing myself so I think it's good sometimes to leap first but I have to have a cutoff limit you have to have a, a limit on where you second guess yourself you're already in there and if you're someone who thinks too much before you leap just leap and then think give yourself a limit of the overthinking like I remember when I first started YouTube I posted my videos I think I still have like maybe just three videos up and I haven't picked it up since um, I literally overanalyzed, overthought. I'm like, uh, why am I talking? Is that my voice? Why do I look like that? I don't look like that. It's just constant overthinking. I'm already in there. I already started it. I may as well continue it. So I told myself like, you know, this year, God willing, I'm going to do everything that I started or wanted to do. One being a podcast back in 2020, I wanted to start a podcast and I didn't realize how many people had podcasts. And I said, no. Too many people are doing it. Um, if you follow me on social media, I used to post so much about like food, myself in the gym. I removed a lot of that. And I was like, I don't know if I want to post like the fitness thing anymore. I feel like it's oversaturated. Everybody's doing it. But that's me overthinking. Like if I quit everything that everybody else is doing and I feel like it's oversaturated, I'm going to end up with nothing. Um, so again, don't alter your actions. 
<laughs> based on your thoughts are without the facts and this is because I don't know how it could have went if I would have continued with you know YouTube if I would have started the podcast if I would have continued with my fitness journey posting it anyway what could have happened I didn't have any facts I'm going based on my thoughts so those are some of the steps that I take and to summarize surround myself with good communicators tell the people the truth turn it off Give yourself time to think and then get up and get busy. And it doesn't always have to be strenuous activity. Do something relaxing to get your mind off of your thoughts. Five, do not change your actions without the facts. Don't allow yourself to overthink and alter how you're moving, your decisions, or how you're treating someone based on what you believe, the reason that they're treating you. Six, for me as a believer... I talk to God about it. I pray. I feed myself the word. And honestly, I have gotten better if I do say so myself. At least I think so. Um, It took a lot of self-reflecting and just identifying when, being able to identify when I'm overthinking and when I need to like take a moment and chill out. And honestly, I really applied these things recently and it's really helping. Um, overthinking isn't, you know, a lot of people deem it as a, most people who overthink are insecure people. But I don't think, I think there are different types of overthinkers. Um, and like I said, you know, some people just control is their thing. Um, some people, childhood trauma, I would necessarily say it's an insecurity. Um, but if you're trying to communicate, if you have a family or a member or a friend or you're dating someone that overthinks the best thing for you to do is communicate and if you suck at communicating get better at communicating just ask them how can I communicate better with you now you as a person who does not overthink you have to be able to identify someone who is just an overthinker and someone who is highly insecure that needs constant reassurance because there is a difference and, you know, if you listen to social media, um, they'll tell you overthinkers just need constant reassurance. I wouldn't say constant for myself. And this is just for me. I can't speak for everyone. It's just reassurance on a situation. Um, if something went left and you had to have a discussion about it. Reassuring me with that conversation that is needed to be had. That's the type of reassurance that I need. Constant reassurance. Um for my job like patting me on the back constant reassurance i'm doing a good job i don't need that or dating if i were in a relationship constant reassurance that they love me i don't need that it's when things are rocky or things are slightly changing or you know things ups the downs the highs the lows reassurance in that conversation needs to be had like okay we're still on the same page i'm good now um so that's, I mean, you know, it's, overthinkers don't <laughs> need a lot. We just need a little more than a non-overthinker. That's all. All right, guys, that's all for tonight's episode. Episode one, the power of overthinking. I'm your host, Hilda Ashley. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, and share. 
Also, next week, make sure you tune in to get real and cozy with me.